This is Comic Picks by the Glick. Hey, and I'm your host, Jason Glick. Hey, Jason Glick, how are you doing today? I'm good, John. How about yourself? Oh, not half bad. And what do you have in the comic book bag of surprises tonight? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so tonight, as I promised last time, I like my copy of um, Cataclysm, The Ultimate's Last Stand, finally arrived. And, um, you know, it's like, Longtime readers and listeners will know that I've been a big fan of Marvel's um, Ultimate Universe pretty much since the day, day it was launched. I mean, like, um, Brian Michael Bendis' take on Spider-Man, like, this whole continuity-free, you know, like, reboot, you know, if, we, if Spider-Man had, been, had happened today, was really compelling. And for the longest while, well, actually really, like, still continuing on today, it's like um, Bendis has um, shown that he can write, write the character just um, really, it's like, um, really well. And it's uh, it's like on a continue, and even though it's like he's it, had kind of its rough patches, it's like I, it's like I've still, I still really enjoyed it, enjoyed what he's done with the character, like both Peter Parker and Miles Morales. It's like over the last, last almost, it's getting close to a decade actually, isn't it? Anyway, um, and even though even then the other like the other titles they've launched, um, like Ultimate Comics X Men, Ultimate Comics Fantastic Four, um, the Ultimates. Um, they've all been um, really, it's like generally pretty, in it, pretty entertaining reads, and uh, even did a good job for a while convincing me that you know Mark Millar, um, you know, was a really compelling comic book creator. But anyway, it's like as things have gone on, it's like you know, the uh, appeal of the uh, Ultimate Universe has kind of, has um, you know, kind of like had to suffer under its own continuity problems as well, because as the series series goes on, I mean, as the universe goes on, um. I mean, it started off like being an incredible sales blockbuster all around, but then the you know, things started to fade, and um, you know, then when that happens for any um, offshoot universe, well, you know, people have to die. You know, this that, that's happened with the um, Ultimatum crossover by Jeff Loeb and David Finch, which, by all accounts that I've read, have basically said it is a it is fucking abysmal, and I have you know done my best. To um, avoid re- reading it, as well as Jeff Loeb's other um, contributions to the Ultimate Universe, as well, and um, that was the first relaunch, and so we got um, you know a new like a relaunched Ultimate Spider-Man title, which basically continued on much as it had been, and um, a new um, and an Ultimate Avengers series, um, four of them from like Mark Millar, a series of miniseries and all, you know those, well Ultimate Spider-Man you know continued to be good. Um, Ultimate Avengers was, yeah, kind of a mi- really a real mixed bag, um, for the for the most part, and then um, eventually, like you know, um, they just had the bright idea to just just kill off you know Peter Parker and then give us a new uh, multi ethnic Spider Man and Miles Morales. That um, that actually um, that that event storyline you know turned out pretty pretty well for Bendis' invo- involvement. And um, then it led into like you know the Fallout, um, like a Fallout miniseries that showed you like what was gonna happen next, and that led to you know um, guys like John- Jonathan Hickman taking on the Ultimates, Nick Spencer um, taking on the X Men. Um, while I enjoyed um, Hickman's um, take on the Ultimates um, much more than I was expecting to, he didn't stick around because Marvel had bigger and better plans for him, you know, involving the Avengers and all. Um, then. And um, Spencer eventually, um, like, like, took off in favor of Brian Wood. While while Wood's um, presence is more of a trading up, 
than anything else for the, for the most part. Um, um, Sam Humphreys and um, later Joshua Hale Fiakov um, really didn't capture um, Hickman's momentum. It's like in their, it's like in their takes on the the Ultimates, and um, a, a, and as this has been going on, the uh, it's like we've had other crossovers such as the um, um, Divided We Fall, United We Stand event, and all all the names are trying to get um some like some more traction and remind people how good the Ultimate Universe can be. Well. That didn't work, and sales have continued to um, spiral down for both um, Ultimate X-Men and the Ultimates, even though, you know, Ultimate Comics Spider-Man turned out to be a pretty consistent seller with Bendis writing and um, Miles Morales as the protagonist. Um, so, now here we are at the latest um, chance to uh, try and re- reinvigorate the um, Marvel Universe, Ultimate Marvel Universe, and this is, uh, and, they, and it's, the things have gotten, you know, basically so dire for the imprint that, you know, they've actually got, Marvel has actually gone and said, okay, you know, Hey, we never, we said we'd never, um, you know, cross over the ultimate universe with the, with the Marvel universe, with the regular Marvel universe. Cause if we had, that would mean we would, run, we have one, run out of ideas for things. Well, that happened last couple of years back with the, uh, Spider-Man miniseries, um, which had, um, um, Peter Parker from the uh, Marvel universe meeting with Miles Morales. That was good fun. But, um, even if it basically, um, you know, this, it, it was kind of like, you know, the Ultimate Universe kind of jumping the shark right there. But now we've got um, an even bigger shark for the uh, Ultimate Universe to jump with the appearance of Galactus. Because in, um, the, ultim- in the Age of Ultron um, crossover, um, everyone in the Marvel Universe, you know, fucked with time travel so badly that it caused this, you know, all these space-time problems that, you know, involved uh, Angela from, you know, Todd McFarlane's Spawn series um, um, falling into the universe. And also Galactus from our universe um, basically um, transporting into um, the Ultimate Universe. So that's where we begin with um, Cataclysm, the Ultimate's last stand. But not quite, because the miniseries that um, sets up this, this, the title miniseries this collection takes its name from, is called Hunger. See, it's basically... It is just four issues of buildup from Joshua Hill Fialkov and um, Leonard and artist Leonard Kirk. They seem involve um, Rick, Rick Jones, who's basically like a, a cosmic-powered um, like um, wanderer. It's like who is basically um, being the whims of the uh, Watchers of the the Ultimate Universe. Basically, I'm um, trying, um, um, coming face to face with the Kree um, Scroll War, or really the uh, the Kree Chitauri War, if you want to be proper about it. And um, that, and also witnessing um, Galactus's um, birth into the Ultimate Universe and his absorption of the um, Galactus um, swarm from Warren Ellis's um, Ultimate Galactus trilogy. Because one thing about this series is that you know it draws upon it, just about everything you've that every Marvel Ultimate Marvel series that has been written so far, including um, at least one that I haven't read that um, that we um, Mike Carey's um, Ultimate Vision series that. You know, I guess I probably should have read by now, but I can't really uh, say that you know not reading it uh, was that much of a deal breaker here. Anyway, um, hunger is basically just you know um, four. Vo- you would say it's like I would say it's like four volumes of buildup, but it's just kind of like you know four volumes of um, Rick Jones, you know, just um, doing the whole hero shuffle in the sense that you know he's trying to um, save, trying to help save the universe, but he's also kind of like you know. 
It's like, you know, he just wants to get a burger at Burger Shack. It's like after being away from Earth for so long. I mean, I like, I can understand, I mean, that, that, part, that opening sequence with him, you know, um, transforming like back to his normal human self and I'm trying to get a burger, trying to get a burger there. It's like, it's, it's good, goofy fun, but, um, you know, for everything else that's done with the character from his, you know, from his reluctance to saying like, you know, why me? Why do I, why do I have to be the guy who's chosen guy who's to save the universe and all, um, to the, uh, it's like the appearance of the Sil- silver surfer, Captain Marvel's involvement. Yeah. And Galactus. I mean, Galactus is, um, um, involvement here is kind of a giant zero sum game in the sense that after he bonds with the Galact with the Galactus swarm, I mean, he's bigger and deadlier and you know hungrier than he than he has been before, and he goes straight for the Kree homeworld. And you know, it's like we we get all this stuff that stuff happens, and then at the end, it sets up what we knew was going to happen all along, which is that he goes to Earth in order in order to consume it because it's the most energy rich planet in the ultimate ultimate universe like i said there's some fun bits in here i like leonard kirk's um artwork he's um he's changed his style up over the years i mean he kind of he does seem like we want to be borrowing a, a lot from um Stuart and monin even though he hasn't quite uh, managed to eclipse that guy's style but he does but um but he does get some good good um, epic shots of space battles um and of and of Galactus. In fact, like this, this series is kind of like um, porn. If you like um, big, big epic money shots of how big Galactus can be in, like, in comparison to everyone else like around him. Now, I mean, like, but it's also worth noting that um, Hunger, like the um, Prelude miniseries, really outsold the um, the, the, um, um, the Ultimate's Last Stand proper, which is kind of funny because apparently this is just riding the wave of momentum from from Age of Ultron. And um, retailers just treated the main mini, the the real event miniseries, as just kind of being more of the same. So it's, I find it amusing, kind of sad, but that's kind of like you know that's that's really it's like like what Marvel what the Marvel's all, all about these days. After but but after um hunger, you know we don't get into the um into Cataclysm proper. We get Cataclysm zero point one, which is um apparently um Fialkov, um. Tying up loose ends involving um, the ultimate vision um, being a uh, probably one of the last um, stands again, last um, lines of defense against um, it's like against Galactus, and uh, if you think that she she stops Galactus, well, it's like it probably would have been more interesting to see her see her completely destroy Galactus all by herself, and then just um, have the entire rest of the volume just be everyone just standing around going, yeah, Galactus is dead, wow. But you know that doesn't happen, and it's just you know just more setup on, on top of all the other setup we have. Now, then you get to the um, cat, the, the um, ultimate last stand um, proper, and this is um Bendis um, taking over um, himself, and he's teamed up with um, with Mark Bagley, who uh, who he did so much great, uh, so many great Ultimate Spider-Man stories with over the years, and this one, well, to be honest, like this. Let me say my, my main thoughts about this the series and the volume as a whole. That's probably the best argument I've seen for just shuttering the Ultimate Universe as as it is. I mean, it's it's just like we it, it's it's just like a like a dead standard event series. It's, you know, Galactus shows up, everyone runs around scared. They try they throw stuff at him, things explode, and then um they inject Kitty Pryde with Giant Man serum. She blows up to Galactus size. Um, tries to face through him, punches him around for a bit, um, and Galactus is sent to the um, to negative zone. The end. 
there, I've saved you the trouble of reading it. Yes, it's, oh God, the, you know, if I was 10, the whole, um, you know, Kitty Pride um, fighting Galactus would have seemed like the most awesome thing in the world. And then if I tried to go back and read it when I was, when I'm the age I am now, which is um, 34, um, yeah, it's like, I probably would have thought it was incredibly, I wouldn't be able to read it then. You you need that, that childish suspension of disbelief if this crossover is going to work. But, you know, I'm not sure how many, you know, 10-year-olds are actually reading um, the ultimate, yeah, like the ultimate Marvel Universe these days. But, um, any, but, because they're about the only ones who I can imagine who would really think that um, this plan, um, like, you know, makes, it makes any kind of de- decent sense. And, um, yeah, and, and, after, and there's lots of, like, you know, people running, running around just, just you know, like explaining how bad how bad things are. Lots, lots, lots of fun, lots of interesting Bendisisms, and um, there is, and also like Bendis, uh, doing a great, doing a well, not really a great job, but just really kind of the terrible job of walking back his um, his transformation of Reed Richards, of Ultimate Reed Richards, into a villain from his Ultimate Doomsday series, and um, basically I'm um, trying like having him, you know, just realize that hey apparently seem to realize that, you know, hey, maybe there's more to um, life than being just the bad guy, even though, like, um, he'd been made into the bad guy just because uh, this is the kind of thing you can't do like in the Mar- like in the Marvel Universe. And anyway, I was just, just rolling my eyes through a lot of what um, Bendis was trying to do with, with this guy here. And even though I thought that the um, bits where uh, Miles and Reed traveled to the ultimate, traveled to the regular Marvel Universe in order to get some information on Galactus, you know, those were that was kind of that was kind of interesting. Like I liked seeing um, Valeria Richards um, realize that her that um, this Reed, hey, he's not her dad. And then um, Miles um, winds up accidentally sicking a bunch of um, Herbie droids onto um, who he thinks is Peter Parker, but we all know is um, Otto Octavius as um, the Superior Spider-Man. So that like things like that were cute. And um, you know, it, like as. Basically, this, this, I mean, the, the whole point of this series is basically providing the latest, um, like, relaunch, the latest platform for a relaunch of the Ultimate Universe and trying to get more people involved in, like, in, in, the, in reading these things. As far as that goes, it's kind of like, meh. But, um, but, but, you know, I'll keep reading um, Ultimate Spider-Man because, you know, the, um, the tie-in issues we get here are actually three of the better um, Ultimate Spider-Man issues we've gotten in a while. Like I wasn't um, all that um, big hot on the uh, Venom, Ultimate Venom thing that um, they did. That let's see that um, that Bendis did um, couple, like volume before last. Um, and I also and the whole like um, Pete, um, Spider-Man No More. You know, just kind of felt like hey, you're, you're we're burning through like these these um, Spider-Man touchstones for my for Miles. You know, even before it really feels like he's gone and earned them. Um, but what cat, but, um, the yeah, ultimate Spider-Man tie-ins to, um, this, to this event do, is they do a, is that Bendis does a great job of showing like these, these, um, th- these, this ground level view of these, um, of these superheroes, like Sp- ultimate of uh, Spider-Man, Cloak and Dagger, Bombshell, Spider-Woman. They're just dealing with this unimaginable horror of this giant, um, world ending creature coming down to, um, feast on, New Jersey, and then the world, and then just them trying to um, save as many people as they can, even though it's like what they're like what they're going to do, what they feel like they're doing is almost pointless. It's like in it's like in the end, it's good stuff. And even the, and even though uh, um, 
like Bendis burns through another um, Spider-Man milestone when um, Miles comes to try and rescue his dad. Um, I still think it kind of works because the um, urgency of the situation probably do- would make Miles do what he does here. And um, there's going to be some interesting fallout with him and his dad, you know, once the um, once the dust clears from this crossover. So really, um, Cataclysm, Ultimate Spider-Man, the uh, those three issues were really the highlight of this volume. And um, I don't know if they're going to be if um, and you're not probably not going to be able to buy them separately because um, it's three issues and they, that makes a shitty trade paperback. So really, just go out and buy those single issues because um, they are great. Um, the other two um, miniseries here, Cataclysm of the Ultimates and Cataclysm of the Ultimate X-Men, are you know, just kind of more filler than, um, than anything else. Um, the Ultimates tiny issues involve, uh, has, um, are, these, these two are both written by um, Fialkov. And um, you know what? I guess you know, for time-killing for time um, um, action, um, Ultimates does, does all right because you've got, um, ultimate, got um, Fury and the rest of the Ultimates matching um, t- facing off against Cult of Galactus, which is led by Ultimate Modok, and they got the whole Borg. You know, we're going to assimilate everyone and into the into into Galactus droids, and so you get like like um like um pun- yeah um the Hulk being like assumed into a Galactus style creature, um giant woman being being likewise assimilated the Punisher, like all like all these um like all these care all these characters being 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 assimilated, and um Danny Ketch. Um, I'm providing um, like commentary on his, like uh, on his upbringing and just how how he views the whole situation as well. I did get some. There were some fun bits to be had with Ultimate Hercules, who was apparently immune to the assimilation. How he just loves just fi- just just fighting and beating the crap out of everyone, and just having stream. This is just like a giant good old time for a god. Those are fun, and I also like the fact that um, artist um, Carmine D. Gian, Gian Domenico's um, art actually um, looks a lot better in this oversized format compared to how kind of scrunched in it felt um, during the last volume of the Ultimates he did with Fialkov. So that's, that's definitely a plus right there. I mean, you can, I mean, it's like, you can really take or leave this, leave this series. I mean, it does imply, he does set things up that, to show that he's got, really got some future plans for, these, for some of these characters, which are probably going to be um, explored in his now-canceled um, Ultimate FF series. But, um, but you know, hey, it's like for just like extra issues you get for this volume, yeah, yeah, it's like not bad. I could take or leave them. Same goes for the um, Ultimate X Men uh, issues as well. To be honest, I would have loved to have seen um, you know th- them just give uh, these final, these three issues over to Brian Wood to give him for him to give a proper epilogue to his um, Ultimate X Men um, run. But no, instead, um, Fialkov just has them, just basically has them. Um, following up on the fate of um, Ultimate Rick Jones from the uh, Hunger miniseries, which I was just talking about. So you get like, a couple of the uh, Ultimate X-Men who are just um, teleporting over to Tian, to the remains of Tian, to try and figure out you know, just who, who survived its destruction. And um, wow, they wind up actually teleporting into the um, pocket dimension where um, Rick Jones and the Galactus Swarm wound, wound up. And so we get um, Ultimate Rogue um, you know, coming to terms with you know, like trying to be Trying to prevent everyone from dying, um, her and Rick, Rick Jones kind of hooking up, and um, you know it's just lots of action, not a whole lot of of like real it's like real emotion or resonance or reasons why I should care about what what's going on here. It's filler, um, but not kind of like the uh, like 
but not quite as action packed or let's see let's see or as um I guess or as witty or as interesting as the um, Ultimates, which you know, wasn't all that witty or interesting to begin with. So there you go. Anyway, to wrap things up, this um, there's the final issue is called um, Survive, which um, features some nice um, art from Joe Quinones, who like who's got his own his own, his own clean style, but um, he's also like very reminiscent of of Mike Mike Allred, which allowed him to um, fill in for the for the artist on um, on the FF on Matt Fraction's FF series from a while back. But um, survive is basically just the uh, basically exists just to set up the uh, new status quo for the uh, Ultimate Universe. To not only just you know to let us know that hey, there's going to be an Ultimate Spider-Man. There's going to be like an all new Ultimates. Only instead of just being like the um, big, um, white, big epic, um, you know, widescreen action team that we've had since their inception, they're just going to be like a teen team who's just you know fighting ground level threats. And I just don't like the idea that you know Kitty Pride would run home to her mom after all this happened, considering that all we've seen of her as being like the big mutant revolutionary leader in um, Woods X-Men series. I just can't believe that she would just, you know, that I, okay, I guess, you know, yeah, I can understand that, you know, like fighting Galactus would be, um, you know, traumatic, but for her to just, you know, pack it up and just go back to her mom instead of going back to her people, um, well, I guess you know Bendis just wanted to have it this way, and you know maybe we'll get some some answers about this once, um, like in the uh, new, in the all new Ultimate series from um, Michael Fife. But um, I don't know. It's like I'm probably going to keep reading it, reading the Ultimate Universe t- titles like I because I mean it's still Bendis writing Ultimate Spider-Man. There's not not a good reason to stop there. I do want to see what um, Fife does with the um, with the Ultimates concept. Because like it's he's Marvel's at least going back to the uh, you know the, the the whole indie writer or um, like your uh, writer with interesting ideas who hadn't gotten a big mainstream break yet they had when um, they hired Bendis and and Millar to write um, Ultimate Spider-Man and Ultimate X-Men back in the day so that so I'm kind of so I'm curious to see what he does there um, I'm going to skip Ultimate FF because um, Fialkov yeah it's just I mean he he does. He, he, what he does, all the stuff he does here in, um, in um, Cataclysm, he's people writing really good filler. It's still filler, but you know, it's not stuff I'm really like, you know, all that passionate about. So, but still, it's like I'm just after this. I'm just, I, I'm reading this and wondering, you know, why didn't they just have, um, you know, like the, like have like have everyone just, you know, like um, stop Galactus in a way that just, you know. That uh, ended that ended the universe, and um, you know had 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 all the all the worthwhile components of it just transfer over to the Marvel universe and um, be done with it. I mean, may, I don't know, maybe Bendis really likes writing um, Ultimate Spider-Man in his own universe, and they're going to. That's the whole reason they're doing this from now on. But still, uh, as it is, I'm just kind of like, meh. It's like. <sighs> Uh, but I guess I'm still in enable an enabler for this thing, because so I'm, I'm still going to keep buying um, Ultimate Spider-Man and Ultimate um, and um, all new Ultimates. But really, it's like everyone listening here, you you shouldn't feel any such obligation. I know I like saying that a lot, but really, it's true here. It's like I I may not be able to stop, but you certainly can. <sighs> and anyway, that's all I have to say here, John. 
Um, you know, I don't know. Any any thoughts on these ramblings from your end? Oh no, but it is good that you continue to follow. You know, Mister Bendis's um, you know latest endeavors and whatnot. So I wouldn't necessarily it's good, but the guys, um, he he. I'll still probably follow him because he after I do whatever he writes, but um, then again, like whatever he writes, um, you know, gets me reading stuff like this. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm, indeed. Well, um, Zer, do you know what you're going to be talking about next time on the podcast? I got a couple ideas, but um, I promised this a while back on the blog, so I may, so I'll either like um, so if I don't write it up before then, I'll probably be doing um, the road to back from what Rot World for um, Animal Man and Swamp Thing. All so, right. So we'll see how that goes. All right, and uh, we'll catch you later on Comet Picks by the Glick. Right. Bye. Bye.